Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Although things are going to change next year, we're going to move across the street. There are a few things with the New York Yankees that never change. That's pride, it's tradition, and most of all, we have the greatest fans in the world. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, I'm still here. Inside the 9 o'clock hour on The Fan. Your boy Keith McPherson, at night, you know, I talk to sports, I take your calls. We kill five hours like it's nothing. It's a sprint, not a marathon. And during the break, I'm just sitting here daydreaming, night dreaming, I guess, fantasizing as I'm watching the postseason, you know, of the Yankees having an outfield next October in the ALCS that features Juan Soto, Jason Dominguez, Aaron Judge, Dominican flags flying in the... Bronx in the stadium, all my Dominicans up there in the Bronx, we lit. We got Judge drinking Brugal. <laughs> a boy can dream, and Brian Cashman can ruin all those dreams. 877-337-6666. Let's get back to the football talk. Gary's in Waterbury. What's up, Gary? You're on the fan. I step on stage. Girls scream like I'm Keith. Hey, you won't be around next year. <laughs> Brian Cashman sucks, and you you brought that up, but to quote Boomer, Brian Cashman sucks. And I am so sick of a flag on every play, seriously. Yeah, watching you, a game, it's like, what the hell? What what now? You, what now? You, you can't celebrate anything in real time, period, stop. It's over. I can't. Uh, oh, my God. Because nope, it's I'm coming so back. I'm sick of it. Nope, nope, not so fast. Flag on the play, illegal motion, too many men on the field, holding. Uh, <laughs> tell me you think, come playoff time, Mr. Bo Zach Wilson can possibly beat any of the AFC QBs, and they're not going to have home field. Tell I mean, me. for, for the for the Jets fans, friends I have, I've been talking to them saying, hey, you, you got you to gotta keep the hope alive that this kid keeps progressing and that this third year is the year he actually develops and he keeps building on what he's done and that by the time you get into the playoffs, he's got so many reps, so many games under his belt that maybe he does make a throw to win you a game. Maybe he does put a drive together to win you a game. I, I, don't, I wouldn't bet on it, though. You won't see me uh, betting on the Jets in that scenario. Like, who, against who? Like, like, let's say 
I don't know, Joe Burrow. Um, no. Pat Mahomes. No. I can't Lamar wait Jackson. for the Giants. The, I can't wait for the Giants to beat him. Shouts to Victor Cruz. And don't forget, the Jets fans almost feel the same way about their owner as the Dallas Cowboys do. Yeah. As long as Woody. There's some parallels. <laughs> love you, yo. Love you, Keith. Love you, dog. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate the call. 877, you know the rest. James is in Breezy Point on the fan. Go for it, James. Hey, Keith, huge fan. Um, I just wanted to talk about the Brooklyn Nets and the Giants. I'll hit the Giants first. Okay. I was at the game on I was at the game on Sunday night. I drove up to Buffalo, hung out with a couple of my buddies from school over there. I mean, that was just a devastating loss. But I just wanted to bring up the fact, I know I know you're a Cowboys fan, but you're a realist and you, you don't hate. But um, I want to bring up what John Mara said in the 2022 interview when they hired Dable and Joe Sheen. He said, we have done everything in our power to fail, fail Daniel Jones as a quarterback. And that still sticks to this day. Wow. I mean, you grew up. You, he he said it. I forgot he said that, but that but like that's still hitting. That still plays. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's probably the most accurate thing that could be happening to this team right now. And as a as Keith, you grew up, you played football. If you don't have an offensive line, you got to get some playmakers that can get open quick. And and the Giants probably have the worst worst combination of offensive line and, and wide receivers who are just not above average. Like they're just average guys. You know what I mean? So it's it's tough to see. Daniel Jones just get hated on by people like not not you obviously but people on the radio and all these talk shows which I mean if you played football you would understand if you have no wide receivers you don't have your starting left tackle who happens to be one of the best in the league a starting left guard a center you're gonna fail any any quarterback in the NFL I don't care if you're Patrick Mahomes you're gonna look that bad with that team yeah, I've tried to defend the guy. I, I made the analogy that he's he's impaired playing the quarterback position. That behind yeah. that offensive line, you are altered. Uh, I made the the analogy when we had uh, Tropical Storm Ophelia. I'm like, he's drunk driving through uh, Tropical Storm Ophelia. He's going to miss a couple exits. He's going to swerve out of the lane. And, and that's basically missing a read or not picking up a blitz because you're getting beat over the head every play. It's in your head. Hey, they're coming, and I'm hurt, and that's what people don't see when they watch football, right? That's what that's what you know from playing football. That I mean, the the healthiest you are is the first day you walk in the training camp, and then after uh-huh. that, you're hurt. And there's a difference between being hurt and injured. He's injured now, but he was hurt all season. I'm glad they gave him a break. But there are games that we watched Daniel Jones play. That man was hurt, and he knows the next hit is coming. He's about to take another punch and another punch, and it's hard to focus when you're getting beat up like that. Exactly my point, Keith. You're, you're, the, you're you just you nailed it right on the head. I mean, what they're they're one in five, and I'm not I'm not going to say the Seahawks are elite, but I consider them a playoff team. I would say the four out of their five losses are to elite company teams: the Cowboys, the Niners, the Dolphins, and uh, the Bills. Those four yeah. teams are teams elite. teams that and, when you look at the rosters, off- when you when you compare the rosters as we were doing it's, last year, when they were surprising other teams, right? Last year they had they didn't have anything on the roster, but they were able to sneak up on teams because teams were playing down to their competition. I said this so many times. You're not sneaking up on anybody with a $40 million quarterback and the coach of the year. So that's the difference this year. Everybody's pinning their ears back, coming to get you, and you don't have all the dogs. You don't have all the horses in the stable. 
It's 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 honestly like a JV team competing against a varsity team in a every week. The JV, the JV <laughs> imagine team, they sent the your JV, JV high school team to go face the varsity uh, every yeah. town. <laughs> I mean, the JV team might have a couple good players in the team. They might get you a couple points, but at the end of the day, it comes they're down not to getting in the end now. zone. They're not yeah. scoring. <laughs> no, you're right about that. But to to keep my depression away about the Giants, I want to bring up the Nets. Uh, I know you're a big Nets fan. I've been following you since John Boy days. I, I follow, I've followed the Talking Nets podcast. I've, I've been with you through the KD days, and I'm, I'm sticking with you through, through the, the Young Boy days with Mikael Bridges. But, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to fire it back up. You. We'll have a new Talking Nets next week before the, the first game. I'm going to get back into it. Awesome. But, um, yeah, watching Ben Simmons yesterday. And you, another thing, with all these people talking on the media, you would think they played basketball they would understand when somebody has a disc problem in their back. Yeah, and, you can't run up and down the court. You can't jump. It's and 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 it's it's sad they call this guy soft. I I, I grew up playing hockey and I I had a herniated disc in my back. When I tell you that is the most painful thing in the world, when you have a pinched nerve in your back, you can't I mean, sit down and stand up. You can't sleep right. It's like yeah, and it's like Ben Simmons is like like he was talking in an interview. He's like sitting in a chair. He's like a year from. A, a year ago, like it would be difficult sitting normally in a chair. Yeah, like, I've, I've started to I've started to understand differently what's going on with Ben Simmons. I'm not saying I'm sold. I'm not saying he's returning to MVP or um, All Star form. He was never an MVP, but I'm starting to uh-huh. understand that he was not right last year, and that played yeah. into his ineffectiveness. Now uh, yeah. they need him this year. They absolutely need him this year, and if he's healthy. I'm not going to be a Nets fan that hates on him. I said unsubscribe me from all the Ben Simmons alerts until the games start. We'll see next yeah. week in that first game what version of Ben Simmons we're going to get. Is he afraid to shoot? Mm-hmm. Is he afraid of the hoop? Is he you know, just strictly a passer? Is he going to dunk the ball? Can he jump? Can he defend? We're about to find out. Oh, you're right, Keith. And thanks, thanks for taking the call. I'm definitely going to call in. I work, I work nights, so you're a bit... Uh, I'm a big supporter of you. I love everything you do. You might be a Yankee fan. I'm a Mets fan. You might be a Cowboys fan. I'm a Giants fan. But you're a realist, and and the people and radio shows need more people like you. So I appreciate you, and uh, have a great night. Good Thanks for the, the call, James. And appreciate the kind words, man. Appreciate. It. I'm I'm here for you guys. I work for you. If you work the night shift, I'm, I I said that in my freestyle last week. That's real. Like my motivation. You think you think I want to leave my six month old baby? You think my wife is coming home? From work, you think I want to leave my cat and leave my family at night, you know, leave them by themselves and come here and be here till two in the morning and then drive home in traffic some nights, not get home till three thirty, four a.m. No one wants to do that. I do it because I know that there are people that like <laughs> they're dependent on me for their shift. I help them get through their work day. They want to hear what I got to say. Those people live me up like those people motivate me. I get inspired and fired up when I'm like, I'm not feeling, you know, how many times have I come in here just last night and the last couple of weeks? I'm like, I'm sick. I'm like, my nose is running. I'm sneezing. I got a head cold. My baby's sick. My wife has been sick, but I'm not calling out. I'm not taking off because I don't want to let somebody down. Now, there are some days like this Friday that I have scheduled just maintenance day to take off because if I don't take Friday off, it bleeds into you know, I got to go run to ShopRite. I got to go to BJ's. I got to go uh, run and get groceries. I got to get diapers. I got to get formula for my kid. I got to make sure my house is stocked with just basic needs. And if I work Friday into, you know, Saturday morning, I don't like going to the store 
when the store is at maximum capacity. I can't do it. I I, I refuse. I walk in. I walk out. I say not not right now. <laughs> I, was, I, I used to go Saturdays, but working this shift Friday bleeds into it. Um, I prefer to go Saturday in the fall because I love football. And there's a 9.30 football game on. I don't want to be in ShopRite at 9 a.m. on Sunday. You feel me? So, like, the NFL Sunday uh, London games are done now, but I'll be off Friday so that I can hit the store, the grocery store, make sure my family's straight with, like, little essentials, whatever we need out of Target or whatnot, Saturday morning. And then I can, like, sleep in Saturday, the only night I get to really sleep, and then wake up Sunday and do what I want. But Monday through Friday, I'm telling you, you guys are my motivation. The people that write at me, um, on X, on Twitter, at Keith McPherson, people that uh, call the show to express what James just said. You know, like, I don't even like the teams that you like, but you keep it real, and, you know, I work the night shift, and you get me through my job. Like, that is the biggest motivation for me. Not the check, uh, not like, um, you know, I'm two years in, so it's like living the dream of, like, being on WFAN, a great opportunity, yes, but I've lived the dream now. I've done it. I've worked on my craft. The number one driving force for me to drive in through traffic, through the Holland Tunnel. Then they close the Holland Tunnel at night, so I got to drive up north and drive through the Lincoln Tunnel to get home, which adds and you know doubles my trip home. The motivation is you. The motivation is the listeners. Some of the listeners that never call. Some of you that pulled up to Dick Sporting Goods just to tell me a story about something I said that I forgot or show me something that you you just couldn't wait to like meet me and, and, and tell me about. Like I don't forget that type of stuff. It's hard to remember everyone's face and name, but I'm telling you, like, I internalize that and I use that as motivation and fuel to put together a good run of show with information and different things and topics and takes and thoughts and then come here and kill it for you. So let's continue to do that before we got a break. Let me see. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I got to go to Eddie in Farmingdale on the fan. What's up, Eddie? Hey, what's going on, Keith? You know, watching the Phillies, they're up 2 nothing now and – uh we're going to switch up and talk basketball a little bit. I mentioned Ben Simmons. We got to lean into the Knicks. It's coming up. It's coming up. Right. Okay. Well, listen, I got to hit you. I've, I've talked to you a couple times now. I usually try to hit you with a list of three, but before I do that, I got to tell you, man, the fact that you said I work for you and you don't want to leave your cat alone, I mean, I already liked you, but now that's immortal. That, that, that is the every man at that point. Appreciate it, but that's real. You know, that's not scripted. I didn't write that. <laughs> I'm just telling you my <laughs> real life, like. I got to leave. I'm like, peace, tune, because I know when I walk into the house, whatever time in the morning, my, my wife is going to be asleep, my baby's going to be asleep, but Toon's going to be right there like, what's up? Like, you know, like, yo, yeah, you, you made it back. you know, you know for sure. So real quick, let me get you in. So I usually try to hit you with three, so I'm going to hit you with three this time. Past, present, and future. We're talking Dak Prescott, we're talking Tony Pollard, and we're talking Micah Parsons. Where do you see each of them in two years? Ooh, uh... <laughs> Dak might not be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys because he's just—he's not going to be able um, unless they get back to a actual Super Bowl or at least an NFC Championship. He's not going to be yeah. able to, like the, the the media pressure. Um, Jerry Jones is eighty-one, just turned eighty-one this week. Like I think they're going to move on from Dak. He's in year eight. I think he'll get ten years, but like after two years, if you haven't there. done yeah. it, like they're sure. just they're just going to move on. They're going to either eat the money or trade him or draft the guy or whatever. Uh, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's an interesting running back. I was listening to Emmett Smith, actually, who came into here to talk to Zach Gelb on CBS Radio. I heard he was in the building. Yeah, I was like, man, nobody even hit me up to be like, hey, Emmett Smith is, <laughs> is here. We've seen that picture you post of yourself at five years old with a 22 jersey on. <laughs> All good. But uh, Emmett Smith said oh, he was wow. mad about 
He was mad about Ezekiel Elliott not being there because he liked the one-two punch. One-two punches right. in the NFL with running backs can be very effective. We've seen it throughout history. Tony Pollard is an explosive back, but he isn't an everything back. He's not the, like he's not the in between the tackles guy. He's not the bruiser guy. He's not necessarily the guy to get you one yard. But I think they like him, and I think you know he's on the he's playing on the tag this year. I think they'll be able to sign him for you know a cost effective deal with you know Micah Parsons, who you also mentioned. They're going to have to throw Micah Parsons the bag. He's going to get uh, Nick Bosa type money. He's going to get defensive defensive player of the year type money. Because the lion is always hungry, he's effective. Um, they're hey, they're going to lock him up. He deserves it at this point. If he keeps producing the way he has before, I really can't complain at that point. Yeah, he's he's a freak of nature. Uh, obviously, he was neutralized a little bit by Trent Williams and that 49ers right. offensive line. But for the most part, that kid uh, wreaks havoc on offensive lines. Every offensive Everyone's coordinator. Everyone's allowed to have a bad day, right? Everyone, yeah, of course. I think they got punched in the mouth by the Niners. You know, they kicked off to the Niners, and the Niners drove right down the field, punched it in. Six, seven, and it's like, well, you're you're in Santa Clara against the team that knocked you out of the playoffs the last two years. They are what you thought they were. But, yeah, Michael Parsons is going to get a big-time deal with Dallas. He's not going anywhere. Tony Pollard most likely won't be going anywhere. But I think if Dak, and, and even if it's not on Dak, if the Dallas Cowboys come up short the next two years, they're going to blame it on Dak, and they're going to say they have to go in a new direction. Mike McCarthy, you'll probably be gone too, and I'm fine with that. Always glad to hear your perspective, man. Thanks for taking my time. Thanks for the call, Eddie. Let's see. I got a break here um, in a couple minutes. I know. I got a break in like four minutes. I, I think I can sneak in one more call. I won't say two, but let's see how the calls go. I have two calls in the queue. Michael is in Dallas, Texas on the fan. Hey there. How are you this evening? I'm good. Thanks for calling. You're listening on the free the, Odyssey app out the, there? Yeah, well, I just, I had a first time caller. I uh, had no idea you were a Cowboys fan. I'm not. I actually live in Dallas, but I'm I'm not a Cowboys fan. But I I, I just want to say one thing about the Cowboys. The problem with Dak is simple. He he's not consistent. I mean that that's it. I yeah, mean, he, he goes missing at times. He goes missing at times. He's not accurate at times. Uh, it and sucks. that's why. And that's the problem. That's really the only problem. I mean, he's just not consistent, and you can't depend upon him. I mean, last year in the playoff game against Tampa he was fantastic and the next game he, it was like he was a JV quarterback yeah, I, I, yeah. I sometimes when, when when they meet these tough defenses Dak cannot get them over the hump Dak cannot yeah. make the throw thread the needle make the big play like you see Patrick Mahomes do like you see Burrow do like you see Josh Allen make a tight window throw like against the top defenses you know Dak sometimes is just three and out interception struggling yeah, no, I agree. Um, just two other quick points, and I'll let you go. Um, one is uh, your last car really talked about something that's interesting. Um, he was talking about the offensive line of the Giants. But one thing I haven't heard the last couple hours I've been listening to you guys is the Jets' offensive line makes life very difficult for Zach Wilson. And I think if they really want to see him improve this year at the trade deadline, they should surprise some people and try to find a couple of offensive linemen. I think it would make a huge difference. And, you're, I, you're and I don't have a horse to You're, you're 100% saying. correct. And, and there's a parallel right there between the Jets and the Dallas Cowboys. Lyle Collins, former Dallas Cowboy, came and worked yeah. out for the Jets. I don't know how they let him leave the building. I just said in my open and a couple times, I mentioned the fact that they lost Joe Tittman. They lost Elijah Vera Tucker. They lost Dwayne Brown. You know, they're talking about bringing Aaron Rodgers back. I'm like, who's going to block for him? You're about to be well, down to your, your, your backup, backup linemen if you don't make a trade. 
That's the pro- that's the problem. So that's great. And lastly, you know, so I'm a Colts fan from Baltimore. That I just dated myself. I'm sorry to say, 61 years old. <laughs> I actually was I was living in Maryland when the Colts moved away in 1983. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember that well. But interestingly enough, though, Daniel Jones faces the same problem as the Colts quarterback did a number of years ago, and that Andrew Luck. It's, I see a very large parallel between those two. If they don't start blocking for yeah, this guy, he won't but, make it past another year or two. Andrew Luck, was, Andrew Luck was slinging that ball, and he was scoring touchdowns, and he was moving the chains. And even though he got sacked a ton, he was taking those hits, and he was delivering the ball. But look who his receivers were. That's the difference. Not only doesn't, not only doesn't, uh, <clears throat> doesn't Daniel Jones have an offensive line, he doesn't have any receivers. I mean, the Colts, at least at that point, had T.Y. Hilton, and they had Reggie Wayne. I mean, he had guys to throw the ball to. He still got his butt kicked, and, of course, that's why he retired. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I think that Daniel Jones is in that same situation, and the Giants have to address it or they're going to be in big trouble. I, I think Jan- Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. I think he just, like any other quarterback, you're only as good as your line and the weapons around you, and it's, it's hard to play on your own. It's hard to be out there by yourself. Michael, thanks for the call. All right, now let's bring in Ian Begley. We're going to take a little bit of a break here. Jim in Lincoln Park, if you want to stay on hold, you'll be first up after the interview. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host on The Fan. We're going to get Ian Begley so we can talk a little bit about your New York Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets, and the New York Liberty, just to mix in some basketball talk. We're on the way. We're on the way to the NBA season. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We'll take this break. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. People say Aaron's going to be sad to see Shea Stadium go, and I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not at all. I think it has seen its day, and it is, it has some scars that are ready to go, and, and the new stadium is going to be terrific. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Halfway through my five-hour show, KM to AM. We're right back at it on The Fan. Joining me right now is Ian Begley. Ian Begley covers the Knicks and the Nets and the NBA for SNY TV. He's been on the scene for a minute. If you're on NBA Twitter, Knicks Twitter, Nets Twitter, you certainly know him. Ian, thanks for joining us again. Keith, pleasure is all mine, my friend. Let's do it until 2 a.m. Come on, let's go. 2 a.m.? I'm only on until 12 tonight. Usually it's 2 but. <laughs> appreciate you bro uh you had a tweet i'm trying to find um let me go actually find it okay talking about uh bob myers complimented the new york knicks on a conference call today said there was a time where i felt like people may not have wanted to play in nyc and i think that's changed i think now you're looking at murmurings hearing things hey what about the knicks like i think that's absolutely true uh i think it's coming Obviously, we see movement in the NBA with superstars, and you know the biggest one was Dame, and tonight, uh, or Dame joining Giannis in Milwaukee, and tonight you see Drew Holiday, who's joined the Celtics, and Chris Stapps Porzingis, the former Nick with the Celtics. Like these teams are stacking up star players and superstar talent, and I think the Knicks have a good young core. But I think the time is coming in the next couple years where you could see a Joel Embiid join the Knicks, or you could see a star player say. Yo, these are not the same old Knicks. There's a different energy, a different vibe around this team. We saw them have success last year. What do you think about the timeline until we're saying, okay, it's finally happened. An NBA superstar chose the Garden. Yeah, Keith, I think if you're looking at where the Knicks are and, and where Leon Rose and his group are, you know, they I think Leon Rose signed a five-year deal. So coming up towards, I think, year four on that one and, you know, the clock, I think, is ticking. I think it's fair to say that because of that and because of um, just where the Knicks are. Obviously, salary cap-wise, they're not going to be able to sign any big free agents, assuming they re-sign all their young players. So, to me, you're looking at this trade deadline, next offseason, maybe the next tra- trade deadline at the latest as the timeline for the Knicks to take this big swing that we've all kind of known is coming. We just don't know when and we don't know what player it's going to be. Yeah, winning certainly helps. Uh, I got to see game five in the garden when the Knicks beat the Heat, and I'm a Nets fan, and I honestly was uh, drinking my sorrows away. I got as faded as I could get because I'm like, how did we go from Nets world, KD, Kyrie, we are playoffs in Brooklyn, all the attention in Brooklyn to the Nets getting swept, and here's the New York Knicks going toe-to-toe with the Miami Heat. I'm like, this happened fast. This happened overnight. So going into this year, do you expect the Knicks to be able to get right back to where they left off? Yeah, it's not going to be easy because, A, they're not sneaking up on anybody, and, B, you have to hope that you you stay healthy. They had good health last year. Uh, so it, it's going to be tough. But I think with the 
the idea that they have this continuity, right? They're bringing almost everybody back except for Obi Toppin, adding Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, I think this team should defend well and should be competitive uh, almost every night. And so are they going to get 47 wins again? No, we'll see. The, the, the East is tough, but they should be they should be as good as they were last year, even if it doesn't reflect in the win total. But speaking about defense, I think that Nets team that you spoke about, Keith, this new version of it is going to be very good defensively. Yeah, we just had a, a caller, James in Breezy Point, who's a Nets fan, talk about Ben Simmons. And we know Ben Simmons has always been a defender when healthy. And when you look at the guys that they brought here last year that they thought were going to play with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, or Royce O'Neal, and then Nick Claxton, who... Uh, was in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year when he was playing with Katie and Kyrie and should have been on one of the all-defensive teams. But then, you know, once those guys left, it was like there was no more attention in Brooklyn. I think the Brooklyn Nets have a team that can be scrappy. I think the Brooklyn Nets have a team that can hold uh, teams down in, in points. And if they can score enough with Mikael Bridges, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, with Cam Johnson, I think we might be looking at a Brooklyn team that the fans can get behind, and it kind of returns to the scrappiness, the the Brooklyn way that they had before they kind of sold their soul to Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and went the superstar route. Do you think that the Brooklyn Nets are headed back to where they were before we had this blip in the radar the last four years? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think you look at the the way that they executed at the trade deadline, right? And they obviously it was turmoil with Kevin Durant, with Kyrie Irving, but the returns they got and, and where they're set up right now, you have to give credit, in my mind, to Nets management and Sean Marks for putting them in this position so quickly. And obviously, they're far from a finished product, just like the Knicks. But the idea that they have a young player, Mikhail Bridges, who had a great summer with Team USA, one of the top young two-way players in this league, I think they're in a really good spot. And kind of like the Knicks, I think they're well-positioned to swing a big deal if the opportunity presents itself between their young players and their draft capital. Yeah, I mean, New York, this is market one. You know, we talk about all the other sports and Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander coming here or Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving coming here. Like, there's, it's only a matter of time until another superstar uh, gets here. But I like the fact that it's not really like some of these other teams in the NBA where, you know, there's a big three or a big duo. You're expecting the Knicks and the Nets to compete with team basketball. And that's what I'm about. Like, I want to get back to, especially covering the Nets with talking Nets and being on the radio, I don't want to talk about all the other shenanigans. I don't want to talk about what somebody posted online. I don't want to talk about uh, some rumors of who's dating who or or what business they have. I want to get back to the basketball and the hooping. And I think that's what's going to happen this year. So do you expect the Knicks to be big bro. I mean, there was a 10-game win streak with the Nets and Katie and Kyrie. That's the only thing, the only banner they can put up in Brooklyn is that they never lost to the Knicks. But do you think that the Knicks continue to be big bro on these Nets, or do you think the Nets can challenge the Knicks this year? I think they can challenge the Knicks. I mean, and that's going to be like the old blue and white scrimmage for Villanova because you're going to have Mikhail Bridges on one side and all the Villanova guys with the Knicks on the other side. It's going to be fun to watch, I think, Going to get you're going to get four good matchups uh, in the regular season. I think the games are going to be competitive because it was as we talked about. It's it's not like they these time teams are on the exact same timeline, but it's kind of similar where you have a good young core. Uh, the Nets 
you know, haven't had a full season together. So I think having that training camp is going to benefit them. And I think that, you know, it's a good matchup between these two teams. So East River rivalry, this, uh, this edition of it should be pretty fun. Now I got to ask you about the New York Liberty before we let you go. Uh, I did my best to bring on different guests and kind of pump up the Liberty as I knew they were going into the finals and they were able to win one game in Brooklyn and the aces are banged up and it's still a series. Like, you know, do you see the Liberty getting another win and forcing game five? And can you talk a little bit about the WNBA and the fact that, like, here in New York, we talk every day about who's going to be the next champion and who the best team is. And we have a team in Brooklyn in the Liberty that's a super team. Yeah, I love when Sabrina Ionescu said that. Uh, I think it was late in the regular season where she said, uh, listen, this is the best basketball team in, that New York has seen in a while. You know, Keith, you know it. She's 100% right. The yeah. Knicks have not been to the finals since 1999. The Nets more recently uh, with Jason Kidd, that group, but they were in New Jersey at that time. So, yeah, this is the farthest that a, a New York basketball team has advanced in quite some time. And you look at uh, the way things have broken for them. There's a pathway here because of the Aces injuries. Th- there's a pathway here for them to come back in this finals and just be – a great story, great New York story for this team that has a ton of talent uh, to come through what is a, an adverse situation in these finals, the way they've been down. If they could come all the way back, it would be a lot of fun. would love to see uh, the, that Liberty Parade uh, in Manhattan, if or excuse me, in Brooklyn, if and when uh, they get there. I think there would be a lot of great energy in New York for this team if they do win the championship. It would be a great comeback story. I would definitely be at the parade. I feel like we need it. I feel like they're close. They can win this next game in Brooklyn and then force a game five and uh, win in in Vegas and then come back home. Like, I'm hoping it happens for them. I mean, obviously, watching those first two games, the the Aces were in control and, you know, they dominated on their home floor. It looked like the Liberty were out of it, but a little home cooking. Uh, I'm I'm still rooting for them. I'm still hoping they win. I'm hoping they prove Michael Wilbon wrong as well and and all the fans show up and and light up the Barclays Center tomorrow night. You know, it's loud in there uh, for the Liberty. I've been been to a ton of games. I don't know why people talk down on the Barclays Center. I get it's not the Garden. I get it's not some of these other NBA arenas, but like what I always say is this Nets world has been built. I've been going there since it opened. It is a different place and fans do pack that place and it does get loud from the bottom bowl all the way to the nosebleeds as steep as it gets at the top. Uh, it, it gets rocking in there, and it's a good atmosphere for, for basketball. And I'll say this, too, Keith. You know, those Nick Nick games in Brooklyn, uh, early on, years ago, you know, you heard the Nick fan in the building in a loud way. But as the years went on, it, you know, it was 50-50, and then the Nets fans started to drown out the Knicks fans mm-hmm. when the Knicks came to the Barclays Center. So I agree with you. I think that uh, it's a little bit of a tired narrative at this point because the Nets, you know, they have a passionate fan base. And the product on the court should be pretty good this season. Yeah, it will be. I'm excited. I feel like, uh, you know, with football, it's not exactly what we expected. With baseball, it was a a complete letdown. We need this basketball season to kick off. And hopefully we have two teams that are competitive in the East and maybe the Liberty bring it home. That'll be all the, like, good vibes and energy we need in New York uh, going from the fall to this winter. Ian, thank you for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. Hey, Keith, anytime, my friend. Take care. Once again, that's Ian Begley, who covers New York basketball on SNY. He's the host of the NBA show on SNY, The Putback. You can check him out on Twitter. Uh, He's always at the games. He's always talking about the Knicks and the Nets. Very insightful. And, yeah, I appreciate him joining us tonight. We're we're right back in it, man. 
I don't know if you guys are like me. I like every sport. Um, I roll right into the next season. You know, I, I stop wearing my Yankees gear. I start putting my football gear on. If the Cowboys suck, I start tucking the Cowboys gear. I'm putting my net stuff on. I just, I've been like that since I was a kid. Like my mom will tell you, you know, she's like, why you, why you put away your, your Yankee stuff? I'm like, cause they got swept or they got, <laughs> they got beat in the uh, ALDS. Like I'm packing that up until pitchers and catchers. It's just, you know, part of my identity, part of my personality. And I love basketball. Uh, and I can speak to that too. I can speak to being a Brooklyn Nets fan and being in that arena. Um, I don't hate the Knicks. I do enjoy trolling the Knicks. And uh, I did have my fun going at Knicks fans because the tables turned and the Brooklyn Nets had the superstars. But now I think the playing field is a little bit more level and we're about to see who is who and what is what. And ultimately, I want a champion. I want two competitive teams to come out of New York. I don't know if in this NBA landscape, either one is realistically going to be a champion when you've got uh, a big three in Phoenix. You've got the Warriors still as they were. You've got the Nuggets, the reigning champions. And in the East, you have Giannis and the Bucks with Dame now and the Celtics with Chris Dabbs, Porzingis, and Drew Holiday, the MVP of the league in Philly. I think the Cavaliers are going to be good again. And it's competitive, but it's fun. And uh, there's going to be a lot of nights coming up on the fan where you'll hear Brooklyn Nets basketball. And uh, I'll be firing up the Talking Nets podcast for anyone that uh, wants to hear me talk about the Nets exclusively. I've been doing that since 2019. It hasn't died yet. Uh, many thought it would fail, but it still exists. You know, they said there were no Nets fans, but somehow Nets fans are still following the accounts and downloading the podcast. And I took a break when the Nets got swept again last season, but I'm going to fire up an episode uh, before the first game. And then every two games, I'll do an episode after that. So if you're into the Brooklyn Nets and, um, you know, if you know me from doing Talking Nets in 2019 before I even got on WFAN, we're still here, still exists, going to fire it up, and I'm excited for NBA. I'm excited for the Devils in hockey. The Rangers have looked good. The Islanders are on tonight. I mean, I'm watching postseason baseball in here. I think the Phillies, it's their year to get it done. Hopefully it's Phillies-Rangers. And in the NFL, the NFL is king. I can watch any NFL game, any players, any team. And uh, even if it's not my Dallas Cowboys, who I just know they're frauds, I just don't expect them to ever get back to the top of the mountain. The Jets and the Giants, I think the Jets have a, a very compelling NFL story happening right now uh, with the loss of Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson having another chance at redemption and this defense being elite to the point where they can win games on that side of the ball. And the, the Giants in year two of a rebuild, okay, if it doesn't continue uh, or if it, it doesn't get any better and you continue to lose, well, then sell some pieces off and then you reload for next year through the draft and through free agency. And we just keep on rolling, man. Uh, sports are entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. Nobody gets into this to be miserable. Nobody gets into this to be like, oh, I hate, I hate watching my team. And that's why I say you got to just roll with the punches and roll on to the next season. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. New England has no timeouts remaining. 23 seconds to play, and the Jets are going officially now to the AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah. 
Keith McPherson on the fan in New York, just watching uh, the Phillies do what they do, man. You know, people want to tell you you need small ball and uh, you got to be able to manufacture runs. They're just going to hit the ball out of ballpark. Solo shots will get it done. Merrill Kelly, uh, are the fans getting to you out there? You've given up three solo shots, which solo shots don't beat anybody, right? They might tonight. Kyle Schwarber's got two. And uh, Trey Turner's got one. And Trey Turner just walked. He's on first. And guess who's at the plate hacking away? Bryce Harper. We are all witnesses. Bryce is Braun-like. And uh, I think this is the year that he goes to the World Series and gets his World Series ring. And we're just going to talk about him as one of the best baseball players we've got to see. This kid was on Sports Illustrated at 16. Dropped out of high school, went to JUCO, was born to play the game. Good for the Phillies signing him. I know it sucks. It sucks. This sucks for the Yankees fans and the Mets fans. There's so much crossover here. We I could do a five-hour show just on the crossover between the former Mets and Yankees and the themes of guys that we could have, should have, would have had and didn't have. And maybe that's the reason why they're sitting at home. You know, the Phillies, the Mets nemesis, went out and signed top talent, traded for top talent. They got Zach Wheeler. You know, former Met Max Scherzer is due up in the ALCS tomorrow. He's going to pitch tomorrow for the Rangers. And I wish him no luck. I was talking about it late last night. And I forget who it was. A Yankee fan was like, we don't care about Max Scherzer. Like, he's a Met. That's a Mets thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Follow me. Listen to me. You know, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not rooting for the Houston Astros. But I wouldn't mind seeing Max Scherzer get rocked. I wish that guy no luck. I don't wish him well at all. I don't I don't like the way he went out. I don't like the way he forced his way out and then talked to Ken Rosenthal about, oh, yeah, it wasn't in their plans. They're not going to be competitive next year. It's like, bro, the reason that they're not competitive this year is because you sucked. Every big game where they handed you the ball, you might have gotten a couple good innings and then you folded. You're washed. You came here and hit the mega millions with Steve Cohen. 43 million. And got out of jail free. And then had the audacity to talk about, oh, yeah, you know, my wife knows the game. My, my wife wants me to be somewhere where we're going to compete. And you see this guy pouring beers all over himself, celebrating every round with the Rangers like he did some. I think he had eight starts for the Texas Rangers. And he got hurt. <laughs> Typical, as per usual. My neck, my back, my side. A side strain. And this guy's been hopping around on different teams the last few years. And this is it for him. But he's about to get a a chance to pitch in the American League Championship Series. I'm not rooting for the Astros. But if he gets rocked and the Astros win one game in the series, let it be that one against Mad Max Scherzer, former Met, coming up tomorrow night. 877-337-6666. We got a break and go to the update. Now we've got a full rack of calls, so we're going to run through it. I've got two more hours to go. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be back after this quick timeout. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Thank you. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.